damn it, my YouTube is buffering. We should just end it there anyway because we goes like another minute left. God yeah, damn not it. A, not a very dancey <laughs> No, not a very and it's like when do you cut this? Like it builds up to the end, it's like two minutes long. Anyway, you get it. That was from two thousand one Space Audience Odyssey. That's what we're doing today. That's the joke. Talking about space, baby. <laughs> Keep it on theme. The vinyl frontier is officially going to talk about space. Yeah. Where sound technically can't happen so <laughs> it's is not that the, is that a fact i, I don't know I, that yeah it, yeah probably that, right. there's yeah there's no sound in space there's no oxygen which is how sound travels ah that's that yeah, that makes sense that checks out bro i did oh, a boy. bunch of research dude <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm a freaking astrophysicist now. Yeah, pretty much. I feel like we both had to get our degree to do this. It's going to be weird. <laughs> honest, to, honest to God. Honest to God fucking a little bit, dude. <laughs> I was... Never has an episode made me feel this stupid, but we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. We're <laughs> yeah. hopping in way too hard. So, yeah. um, Mitch, did you? I didn't even ask. See, I always do this. I always fuck this up. Did you have a little non sequitur to get it, to get the uh, juices flowing? To get uh, the turbines yeah, spinning? something a little bit topical that I kind of prepped you on. But um, yeah, so a few weeks ago on the podcast, we were talking about tribute shows, and um, there was this David Bowie tribute show that we were kind of like laughing at, like, "Oh, that would actually be kind of cool." Uh, right, right, right. I went, so I went. Oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, because your sister got tickets, didn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right, right, right. I went with my sisters and my dad to a David Bowie tribute show on Saturday night, um, which is just the timing of this episode and everything is just, like, amazing. That's why I really wanted to talk about it, um, because he's all about, you know, his alter ego is Ziggy Stardust and the spiders from Mars. But, um, yeah, it was, uh, I'll give you a quick little review of the tribute show, Um I give it a six and a half out of 10. It was, uh, <laughs> all right. It's oddly specific. <laughs> Seven is too high. Six is too low. Um, okay. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, he did a pretty good job of the voice and he kind of nailed the accent. Um, he had a little bit of the dance moves down. Um, you could tell he was wearing heavy makeup to be able to pull off the gaunt-looking face, um, but you have to. Um, he had a few different costume changes, so as the night went on, he kind of went into different eras of Bowie, which I thought was pretty cool. Started off pretty tame with just like a really tight suit uh, you know, jacket. Um, towards the end of the night, he, he transitioned to the uh, Ziggy Stardust with the whole like almost astronaut-looking uh, costume. And then he ended things with a uh, like a British flag cape, uh, which was pretty awesome. Um, towards the end of the night, he also brought out a guy that was dressed up like Freddie Mercury, and they did Under Pressure. Um, so that was incredible. Um, 
It feels a little weird to me, but all right. It was, I mean, was it good? It, it was good, but then the weirdest part is like they still had four or five more songs, and the guy dressed as Freddie Mercury was also the lead guitarist, so he just finished the rest of the show dressed as Freddie Mercury, but he was playing lead guitar the whole time. That was weird. Yeah, you're breaking <laughs> theme, man. Come on. Yeah, and I don't want to be a stickler, but here's where I will stickle. They broke they broke theme a couple times. Um what is just some some anachronist uh issues the bass player was using an ipad uh on their on their bass and at the time she was like looking at a chord chart charts on an ipad and i was just like eh, if this was david bowie's band there would not have been an ipad i i call bullshit on that <laughs> so, yeah, yeah that kind of took me out of it a little bit it- that's what i was gonna say i i think the only reason it's remotely an error is that it kind of like takes you out of like because i remember seeing brit floyd and there wasn't the i don't think they were trying to go like super you know let's all act like pink floyd they they don't do that they really are only about let's sound as much as pink floyd as possible yeah which i think is a cooler premise i think Um, so too i think this show kind of went a little too hard in the I'm going to pretend to be David Bowie. Uh, He never really uh, went out of character. Um, He was talking in a British accent the whole time, and I'm positive he is from America. Just... (laughs) um, Oh, I'm David Bowie, eh? (laughs) Uh, I will say he had a couple good jokes, mostly at the expense of Wabash, Indiana. Um, (laughs) He was like... At one point, he was like... (laughs) At one point, he was like... Uh, as a band, we had three. We set out with three great goals. Goal number one was to play in front of the Queen, which we did in 1970, whatever. Goal number two was to play on the Johnny Carson show, which we did. Uh, goal number three was to play at Wabash, Indiana. <laughs> he, he loved. Yeah, he knew it. Um, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, my favorite thing about Wabash, Indiana is the Cracker Barrel." Uh, <laughs> they don't have a Cracker okay. Barrel. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, so no, I just got a kick out of that. Um, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I was I, just gonna say, I, I think it's kind of a bold move for him to kind of even remotely joke about the city you playing in. Like, hey, man, I have a sneaky suspicion you ain't booking that many gigs. Yeah, that, exactly. You right, might want to yeah. be <laughs> careful about the bridges you're burning here, buddy. <laughs> oh, the David Bowie tribute band's too good for Wabash. <laughs> fuck you guys (laughs) pretty much yeah um but i thought it was a good blend of well i did say so he 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 was in character most of the time but he there was enough like tongue-in-cheek jokes to make it like hey i I realize that this is weird and i'm not actually david bowie um i wish he would have said that but (laughs) um the other cool thing about it was like so they did these like almost kind of like mini intermission like where he basically just did a costume change kind of thing and uh while he was doing a costume change they would have these videos playing of like other musicians being interviewed uh and talking about david bowie and the legacy of david bowie um which was kind of cool um the other really weird thing that happened is there was like a row of like 16, 17 year old girls in front of us and they were just dressed to the nines, dude. They had their faces painted with the lightning bolt. Um, they were wearing like Bowie shirts. They were, they were living it up. But then okay. when it, <laughs> but then when it caught time to like 
uh, watched the like interviews, they were freaking out about the oldest musicians. Like at one point, like Rod Stewart was being interviewed, and <laughs> and I hear one girl in front of us, a sixteen year old girl, goes, "Oh my god, it's Rod Stewart. He's so hot." Like what? Okay, first <laughs> what off, is happening? <laughs> somebody needs to talk to your dad. They were freaking out about Rod Stewart, Buddy Holly. There was a video of Elvis like shaking his hips. And, oh my god, he, they lost their mind. <laughs> Ew. Jim I, Morrison. I, every, it, yeah, they showed Jim Morrison, and they were just like, <gasps> ah, "Well, yeah." <laughs> I, Jim Morrison's about the the only one that is hot. That's what's weird. That's why I said ew. Not that these. Well, these. I mean, whatever. It, it's a thing that happens in music, right? The young people are attracted to way older people. Yeah. So you know, your first way older crush, people that aren't that aren't attractive. <laughs> like, well, Rod Stewart is fucking ugly as shit. Most I've of never, them are. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. I'm like yeah. Jim Morrison. I mean, he's, he's handsome. He's a handsome guy. Elvis. I, I guess he was handsome. He kind of just doesn't look real. Yeah. He's never looked real, like a real human <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um, but that that is really, I mean, I think it's pretty cool because I think you could probably ask most 16 or 17-year-olds of, of any gender or walk, uh, you know, about you know, Rod Stewart. Most of them aren't going to know. No, that's very, very true. I was I was almost kind of like, are these girls cooler than me? Like, what? yeah, they kind of feel cool. Like, I think if that was me at 16 at this show, I would have been like, man, fuck Rod Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking sucks. You know what I mean? I would just be shitting on everything. Oh, I would yeah. be the pretentious. Oh, exactly. The, the shitty yeah. kid, you know. But yeah, no, that's interesting. I think it's hard. I don't know what the right way to go is because, see, for me, if you're gonna if you're gonna get up here and I'm gonna give you money to be David Bowie, dude, you better be David Bowie harder than David Bowie was Bowie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You better not break a fucking like you gotta get this right, dude. I want you to not break character. <laughs> Somebody's like, Jimmy, Jimmy, your d- dog's in the hospital. You gotta come quick. It's like, oh, I'm not Jimmy, eh? <laughs> I don't know how to talk about Bowie. I just I would, I will say, super funny image. David Bowie tribute concert. They walk out there, no idea how to do a British accent, so it's just Cockney. Dude, that would be so great. Oh, hello, that. <laughs> Cheerio. Uh, that's hilarious. See, and we talked about this before. I would kind of go the other way. If I, I think if I were going to be like a tribute show, I would want to like pay respects to David Bowie and the songs that he wrote as myself. I would be like, I'm going to sing these songs that let's celebrate Bowie, not let's celebrate me because I'm pretending to be him. So, yeah, because I think that's what Brit Floyd does. I don't think anybody yeah. goes out there like, hey, I'm I'm Roger Waters. <laughs> I... <laughs> He's spitting on people in the fucking crowd. <laughs> I might be a Nazi. <laughs> I'm really good at accents. <laughs> you really are. <laughs> You're crushing it. Just the worst fucking thing. You want to? Can I? So, can I tell you my favorite David Bowie tidbit I ever heard? Ah, uh, yeah, please. So, Bowie was pretty notorious about not working on bad music. <laughs> like if somebody wanted him to come do a song. Ooh. So Coldplay wanted him to come be on a song, 
And they wrote this song. They brought Bowie in. You know, they're all like, oh, it's David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just Cockney again. It's all Cockney. <laughs> yeah, that's how they're going to talk. Uh, that's how everyone will talk. Um, and they're all excited or whatever. And then they play him the full song. And the song gets done. And he's kind of like, you know, kind of furrowing his brow. And he kind of looks up at everybody and goes like, it's not very good, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and they were all like. God damn, dude. <laughs> just roasted. <laughs> Bowie just fucking roasted us. And I was like, what do you even say? What do you even say at that point? Like, well, that's the best we got, Bowie. Uh, <laughs> thanks for stopping by, I guess. I'm going to quit making music tomorrow. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Never pick up a piano again. <laughs> Never pick up a piano. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's that's my favorite little David Bowie tidbit. Just no, I love that. Laugh. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah. Um. Well, cool. Well, yeah, that was uh that was that was my uh, evening. So I just wanted to share that it, I ended up going, and it was uh it was a good time. I'm glad I did. So. <laughs> was there alcohol? Uh yes. Was there anybody who got a little too drunk? Um, not really. See, there were a ton of old people, though. I mean, what would sure. you expect? Um, a ton of old people. It, I, not, it, it didn't get too crazy because, like, the theater it was in is, like, a theater theater where it's, like, round-style, like, seating. So everybody was just, like, sitting down, chilling out most of the night. And I think at one point I could kind of tell him getting pissed at everybody, like, sitting down because in his Bowie voice he was like, I want you to do me a favor. Stand up and enjoy this next song with me. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, y'all do me a favor there, love. <laughs> give a shit. <laughs> God, Bowie's kind of kind of coming down hard on us. Here. Yeah. Like, hey, oh, we paid you. They did do two songs that I don't think are Bowie. Um, one and a half. You may correct me. Um, one, they did uh, Bang a Gong, Get It On, T-Rex. Um the yeah. second song they did um was uh all the young dudes okay, which i is... don't think is bowie no that's Monta hopple Monta hoople yeah that's what i thought or Monta hoople um yeah. actually he, he may have covered it though I'm or they the... may have covered him i'm gonna pull this card it is hopple there's only one O. are you sure i think there's oh. only one O. Oh. oh and if it is Hoople and there's one O, then they're fucking wrong. <laughs> all right? It's not how O's work. Um, I think Bowie... No. Okay, I know. I have no idea why I know this. Bowie helped write that song. Oh, did he? Okay. Why I know that? I have no fucking clue. I mean, it could be. It could be. <laughs> but I wanted to look with uh bang a gong because i don't think he helped t-rex write that song no not at all um and i i think i mean it's a it's a good glam rock in quote song of that time period so maybe he was just kind of doing a little glam rock homage yeah but i don't i don't dig that we didn't come here for fucking <laughs> the t-rex cover band man play more bowie get into the deep cuts yeah i mean you got a point I thought Play it was a good B-sides. time. I like that song a lot. So. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> and then did we have we established if uh wait, what are they called? The Hopple, the Hoople? Oh, um I I mean I googled it. There's two uh, there's two O's in it. Oh, I don't know there? how they pronounce it, but it looks like it's spelled Mot or pronounced Mot the Hoople. 
I, I think I think it is them, the hoople. Yeah, Moth the hoople. <laughs> I just I wanted to figure that out. Yeah, well, now we did. That's what our podcast is for. <laughs> yeah, Vinyl Frontier, baby. We're going to answer all the hard-breaking questions that you could just Google. But <laughs> and the questions look. that we could have Googled off mic. <laughs> yep, nope, we're just going to let it. It's just the whole podcast is this. I don't know about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. well, well, it turns out I was wrong. Oh, oh. Money, please. <laughs> um all right bitch well yeah no that's uh that's interesting um like we talked about before i think tribute bands are an interesting musical phenomena yeah that it's that it's hard to wrap your head around but i'm I'm glad you had a good time and uh yeah no i mean touche um i just wish he would over i think it would be funnier it, oh no the reason i asked about alcohol that's what i was coming back to the reason i asked about alcohol is there's nothing sadder like we kind of talked about tribute bands and okay we kind of shit it on them let's just be honest a little bit yeah yeah the only like the the ultimate pinnacle of sadness getting way too drunk at a tribute concert yeah you know what i mean <laughs> dude in the front row just like whoa fucking bowie <laughs> slamming you know and it's like oh man it's like tuesday dude like what is going on i don't know what do you think is sadder that or like the band getting way too drunk on like a tuesday and then just like going out in wabash indiana going on the town like celebrating after the show like closing down chilies that was a joke they don't have a chilies uh but like dressed in the garb like what if they wore like the bell bottoms he tries to pick up chicks ass bowie right oh yeah i'm david bowie love (laughs) just i just pictured them like at hardy's after the show like dressed in the (laughs) what's our per diem mate we just alienated an entire country <laughs> this sure. one episode. Right. For sure. Sorry about that, England. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We have a less funny accent. <laughs> oh, this won't be the last time we talk shit about you in this episode. Oh, fuck, really? Me. I got I got us a little something planned. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm like I'm like staring at my notes like oh, I seem to have missed something. I don't have England anywhere in here. Uh, uh, well, let's get into it then, because it sounds like we've arrived kind of naturally. So let's just, uh, yeah, just talk the, about it. That's what we call in the biz a segue. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, anyways, <laughs> anyways, I love it. Uh, um, yeah, sure. But uh, pit, pitch this off. I'm deadly curious to know why you wanted to do this. Okay, so I thought it was going to be a fun exercise, and I was wrong. I'm sorry about that. (laughs) Well, I just thought, well, okay, here's the uh, preface to say, um, I love the idea of outer space. We're both, well, you more so than me are a huge space nerd. You love Star Wars, Star Trek, the whole thing. I have a rocket ship tattoo, not because I'm a sci-fi nerd, but just because I love space and rocket ships and planets. Well, Star Wars isn't real i don't right i that, i said sci-fi nerd i said i threw that oh i thought you said science <laughs> right. and i was like that's really kind of you and i would love for all this knowledge to have a practical application uh, unfortunately it's not real 
Is that really? uh, what truth. if I had like no idea? I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> really? That's as soon as I said it. <laughs> Fucking telling me that's so... it's galaxy far, far away a long time ago. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so um, we we aptly named our podcast The Vinyl Frontier because um, we wanted to combine those uh, ideas. And then I w- had just kind of randomly remembered like, oh, yeah, there was a story that like one time in the 70s, they like uh, they launched a vinyl record into space. Um, I want to hear more about this. This would be perfect for our podcast. It's something that I'm just curious about. I want to learn more about. Um, so let's just devote an episode to it. So uh, we kind of set out on this journey to uh, become experts in it, and I don't know if we did that, but uh, <laughs> I sure shit didn't. <laughs> we 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 at least threw a few hours of research at it, so we have arrived. Uh, <laughs> okay. Maybe like a solid forty-five, but sure. <laughs> there you go. That's more. Yeah, that's more accurate. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, no, I um, you 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 had this idea, I think, even really before we started the podcast. This was an idea that I remember you bringing up like a while ago. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's super interesting. I definitely envisioned, or what I thought I understood about this was completely um, different. So I, I was pretty much realizing that I actually had no idea about any of the details regarding this. Yeah, um, so, I was kind of off base too. Yeah, yeah. So, like, for those who don't know, it is the the golden records that were sent on the Voyager. I believe one and two. Was there two satellites they did this with? Yeah, Voyager 1 and Voyager 2, yes. Correct. And this happened in 1977. 77, yeah. Look at us. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> we, we did try. <laughs> Just, everyone remembered that we tried. <laughs> Um, but yeah, they, they sent these golden records that I thought that they broadcasted these and that's not what they were doing. No, they just exist on these shuttles or these satellites right? to yeah. theoretically one day for an alien to find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically it was kind of a, um, Oh, I, I keep I keep thinking about like a time capsule, but it's not really a time capsule. It's mostly just like a um, because when I told Erica about this, she was like, well, that's stupid. Do they actually think like an ex- extraterrestrial is actually going to be able to tell is actually going to like play this and find it? Like, what are the chances of launching this into space and an alien actually finding it and then realizing like how, you know, how to play it? And then I was like, well, no, because that's not really why they did it. I mean, they said that's why they did it. But they also recognized that it was more of a um, kind of a gesture towards the american and people in general towards humanity that at the time they kind of brought the united nations together and they literally did they 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 were in contact with of you know a a representative from each nation then they came to them with this idea and they said hey we're going to do this would you like to contribute and it was a kind of cool thing that they could do where each country was basically able to pick out some images and songs that represent them as a nation and shoot it off into space for other people to find um but again it was mostly just a way for us to kind of bring ourselves together which is what we needed so 
Yeah, sure. And there, there is uh, um, an interview um, with one of the scientists that I saw where he did say that he's like, realistically, yeah. like you know, ma- like he. I think somebody even <laughs> said like we did the math and like yeah, it's <laughs> the the actual number of us sending it in the right direction is just astronomical. However, yeah. there are instructions written theoretically yeah. for any living species that has a understanding of math. Mm-hmm. There was so much math. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing because so they said that like, you know, how are we another part of this is like if we're if an extraterrestrial were to come across this how are they going to understand what it is because they they may not know what vinyl records are they certainly don't know what the english language is or any other language for that matter so what's the one thing that they would be able to understand equations which is super fun uh yeah yeah (laughs) so they kind of coded this out and put little pictures and diagrams on what to do and how to play it yeah, but it's it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild what they did. It's like when you, you know what? I think we are getting our, ahead of ourselves a little bit. So let's start with yeah. the music and the albums themselves. So let's talk about that. And then we can get into some of the weird, because there is a lot of very fascinating, odd details uh, regarding this. So yeah, let's let's start with the album. So I, I do have to start off by saying you listened to all of it. Uh, yep, <laughs> at least once. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did not listen to all of it. But that is a-okay. <laughs> I did a lot of, I tried to kind of interact with the majority of it. Uh, by the way, though, where did you listen to it? On YouTube? Uh, uh, YouTube, yeah. There are songs that aren't on it. I know, and I listened to those too. <laughs> okay, you f- but you found those. I found those elsewhere, and I think, I mean, it's a full two-hour playlist, so I'm really hoping that there's not much more than that. But Well, I found a couple songs that were not on the on that YouTube playlist because somebody commented, and here's what's missing, so I went and listened to those too. Yeah, I, the reason I bring that up is there was a really, really funny YouTube comment that basically said, like, so aliens can fucking listen to it, and I can't? Like, thank <laughs> yeah. you, copyright. Like Exactly. Like, That's yeah. actually really fucking funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we shot this shit into space. Like, <laughs> Are we going to make them fucking subscribe to Spotify to be able to listen to it? Like, Very true, very true. Well, the reason I sent, it the, sent you the YouTube video is because there's more on YouTube than there is Spotify. wow that's wild yeah that's (laughs) wild but yeah okay mitch well you took the journey you listened to it all so what was your i kind of already know how you feel but (laughs) okay so yeah i was kind of excited going into this because uh at the time i didn't realize what uh what was on it uh admittedly i thought it would be more 1970 more fun stuff and i rather naively and americanly thought that yeah. more than two of the artists would be American. Um, yeah, did you think like <laughs> Ram Jam would be on there? Like, oh, Black Betty, family. I mean, yeah, kind of. Like, <laughs> I mean, admittedly, <laughs> if I was an alien, I heard yeah, Ram Jam's so Black Betty. I really, uh, you talked about how this made us like feel so stupid, and I uh, mostly. Uh, came across that when I went into the playlist thinking like, oh, I'll know like a few of these. I'll know, I'll know. I, I, I may know half of these songs. No, I know one and a half songs that are on this playlist. <laughs> so yeah, unless you were familiar with like Asian folk chanting. Yeah. So basically, um, here's what I took notes as I uh, watched this two hour video. Um, and we can't even start with the music because there's not music for 
the first 20 minutes. Um, the first 20 minutes of this uh, uh, audio recording album is um, it opens up with oh, this is kind of cool. I wrote this down, so I'm gonna I'm gonna read it. It might be weird, but it opens up with a uh, some guy saying. <laughs> Greetings from planet Earth. We step out of our solar system into the universe, seeking only peace and friendship to teach if we are called upon, to be taught if we are fortunate. We know full well that our planet and all its inhabitants are but a small part of this immense universe that surrounds us, and it is with humility and hope that we take this step. Um, So that's the first thing you hear when you put on this record. Um, And then after that... um, uh, Carl Sagan's son, I believe, is, says what he basically says, hello, we are the children of planet Earth or something to that effect. Um, and then they say hello from planet Earth in 55 different languages. Mm-hmm. And that took a while. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot then, <laughs> longer than you think it would take. Uh, and then after uh, they say hello in 55 different languages, you get uh, nature sounds and animal sounds. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get that part very well. It's like, because there were some weird, like, kind of foreboding sounds. Yeah. That I was like, this this is kind of fucking wild, honestly. So basically, their their thought process was to let's give them a taste of what it sounds like on Earth. So we, before we get to the music, let's just record sure. some sounds, some animals. And here's a few that I wrote down that I remembered. Um, whales, birds, monkeys, crickets. Um, and then you get to the, the more kind of like natural sounds as such as uh, ocean waves, rain, thunderstorms. And then you get some more modern like trains and busy city streets. Um, You hear a truck starting, you hear a baby crying and a mother taking care of it, you hear an airplane, a rocket ship taking off, including the five, four, three, two, which sounds kind of like scary. It sounds a little bit like an explosion. Um, And then after that, you hear um, the heart beating, which was uh, the heart of Andruian, Andruian, (laughs) don't know how to pronounce it. Sure. <clears throat> so this is what I thought was kind of cool. I'm gonna get into the like a little bit of the Carl Sagan and Druin thing if you unless you wanted to talk about it. Uh I, I know about it. That was something I was gonna bring up, but I don't have a lot of details about it. I think it's kind of a cute story. Yeah. Um well kind of cute, but um Yeah, I you probably have a better understanding of that. But let let me go through some of my notes about the album. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, the biggest thing I thought was weird is that they didn't do the music in order. In any sort of like chronological order? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, in any sort of chronological I, I agree. Because I, I put a note that it was like, it's kind of weird that they had like Bach, like something from hundreds of years ago, and then Chuck Berry. Like you gotta ease him into Chuck Berry. You can't just be <laughs> yeah. like, "Here's yeah, here's Ram Jam's Black Betty." <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then after <laughs> after Chuck Berry, it also goes like back to Bach. Um, there's like three Bach tracks on here, but we'll we'll get to that too. Okay. Yeah, uh, there's a fair amount of Bach, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to shout out. There was one song that I thought was really good, and I was kind of like, "Fuck yeah, this is dope." Um, it's, it's called, I have no idea if I'm going to pronounce this right. Well, sorry. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. I do know, and I will not. 
pronounce it correctly. <laughs> um, it, but it's the song El Casasible by Lorenzo. Ah, Lorenzo Barcelata. Barcelata. That was a fucking bop. That one was good. I, I wrote that one down as well. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I'm like, yeah, I want to check out that planet. They feel, they sound, yeah. they sound, <laughs> damn. You got to check out this mixtape by Earth, dude. It's fucking a bot, man. Is it better than Pluto? Eh. Yeah, it's okay. Fucking Pluto is just, <laughs> just metal. You're totally such a Pluto thing to do. Yeah, just we only we we only got into metal here at Pluto. Um I, I, is there much else to say about the album? Like, like musically, because I don't think a lot happens besides the intro bit. I found the intro bit. Yeah. So the YouTube video that you sent me, I think, did it have the pictures as well? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I do have to talk about this was my experience listening to it. So I put it on. I was listening to it. I was thinking and seeing all these images, thinking this was just some whoever does the shit on YouTube that they do, you Ooh, know what I mean? Yeah. Here's a 10 hour loop of they're taking the hobbits to Isengard, you sure. know, whoever does shit like that. <laughs> so I just thought they were throwing random pictures. Then I finally realized these were the pictures that technically yeah. are included. Um, then it kind of freaked me out because first off, when you listen to everything and see the image, it's in, I found it very uh, eerie and unsettling. Yeah. Um, because it, it kind of reminded me, honestly, a little bit of like, like a laser Floyd segment. It was a little bit. Yeah. There were times where the picture kind of went up with the music, went along with the music and it was yeah. like, hey, this is, this is intimidating or this is fun and joyful. It, um, yeah, it just, it kind of fucked with me a little bit. And then also what I tend to do, and this is one of the reasons that I love older music and I love older movies is I'm, we're seeing all these people and they're dead. Yeah, I had that thought too, actually. <laughs> yeah, so I started to kind of trip out a little bit, and I'm like, oh, I'm starting to feel a little icky. <sighs> uh, what is it, 90 minutes they had to uh, kind of culminate the entirety of humanity for eternity? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, cool. <laughs> like, I, I started to not do well pretty quickly. So then I was like, well, let me skip through. Listen to the songs. I, I don't think there's a whole lot to say. I do think that I understand why they picked mm -hmm. music from all countries because that makes total sense. You you know what I mean? That's a good representation, but man, some of it's not fun to listen to. Yeah, completely, yeah. So basically, here's like some of the... I'm not going to list off every song because that would be just annoying, but I, I did... I, and I actually did kind of look up where each musician was from because I just wasn't sure and I wanted mm -hmm. to see who was represented. Um, so we have... Here's who we have uh, represented. We've got Bach from Germany. Um, I, think, I think I'm right on that. Uh <laughs> Uh, then we've got Indonesia, we've got West Africa, Democratic Republic of Congo. Um, we have a song that's by an Australian Aboriginal. Um, we have that Lorenzo Barcelona song, Mexican composer from the 1900s. Um, we have the bamboo flute from Papua New Guinea music. Um, 
We have a right after that. We have an 18th century Japanese pan flute song. Uh, we have more Bach. Then we've got Mozart, a very like operatic song. Then we have a Georgian choral folk song. Then after that is a guy from Peru. We've got Louis Armstrong, someone from Azerbaijan playing more some sort of flute. It's a lot of flutes. A lot of flute. <laughs> it really, apparently, the universal instrument. <laughs> then after that, we've got Rite of Spring. I did know that one by Stravinsky. Yeah. There's a Russian classical uh, artist. We've got another Bach song. Then we finally get into the blues song, uh, Dark Was the Night by Blind Willie Johnson. Then we've got Beethoven. Um, then we have some Bulgarian folk singer. Then we have some na- Native American like chanting songs. Then we have some 1400s composers doing the English lute. Um, and then after that, we, we I think they close it out with like another box song. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, kind of, kind of, I, I will admit, may, maybe a little bit too much Bach. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. the, the excerpt <laughs> they had of Mozart was from the Magic Flute, which is his opera or one of his operas. I mean. Right. Yeah, he, so he I do uh, other shit. One thing I wrote down: Why three box no rock? <laughs> uh, if we're gonna try to uh, encapsulate, well, say Germany because that's he's for, he's from German. Uh, he's from Germany. Um, this was, and again, keep in mind this was in 1977. They could have picked the Scorpions. They could have picked Kraftwerk to represent Germany. They didn't. They're just going to be like, "Here's three box songs," because that's all we want to be remembered for. Um, when you got the fucking Scorpions, dude, how good would it have been? Winds of Change on that record? Oh, that would have killed. <laughs> I do wonder the decision to omit modern music. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a little bit more modern. Like this is from the seventies. You could have they they really stuck to like the classical era, and then Chuck Berry was pretty much the newest song that they had on there. But already twenty some years old. I mean, Chuck Berry was alive yeah. in seventy seven, I think. Um, yeah, I think yeah, Chuck Berry died in the eighties, I think. Because he, you ever see that live video of? Him and John Lennon playing, and Yoko yes. Ono's there. <laughs> yes, I love <laughs> somebody, that. He just cuts her bike. <laughs> just like, oh, he is so pissed at Yoko Ono. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I I wonder I wonder that decision. But I think if it was up to me, and I'm picking the set list. I'm probably not going to, despite my best inkling, pick Ram Jam's Black Betty. Yeah. As much <laughs> as I want to hear that. Was that out in 87? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quickly <laughs> 77. I, I doubt it, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, no. They have to be 70s, right? Ram Jam, Black Betty. 1977. Holy shit. <laughs> How did you know that? That is the year. <laughs> Maybe it just hit, hadn't hit the radio yet. Otherwise, they would have been like, "What?" Well, that is gotta... crazy. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, you know, as well, much so... as I would have wanted to, I, 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 I kind of get it. I, th- I think that it makes more sense to pick kind of like tribal, kind of primitive music for people who were here longer than anybody Ooh. else, like the the Aborigines and like Australia. 
you know what I mean? People that have, you know, a, a race of people that have existed on the earth essentially from the time that humans existed. Right. Yeah. Which is a little bit different for, for Ram Jam's Black Betty. There's <laughs> white dudes in the South, you know, like, yeah. You know, we ain't been around that long. So pro- it also probably shouldn't lead with that group of people. It's yeah, that's me. very true. Right oh. there, 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 <laughs> yeah, we're going to put you on the B side, brother. <laughs> For sure. But, you know, I, I, I get it. It just, it, yeah, some of the music is pretty, pretty boring to listen to. Yeah, it was a lot of world music that um, just, we, we talked about um, Gregorian chants last week. There was yeah. definitely a Gregorian chant on here. Yeah. And it was just all kind of like music that I'm unfamiliar with. And I, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that was my biggest point is like, this is from the 70s, man. If you're going to put together a playlist, basically I kind of viewed it as like, all nations coming together to submit one song that represents them. You know, they tried to have as much representation as possible. This is the Olympics of music. And Germany's going to go with three Bach tunes? This is the Olympics, baby. And then America's like, well, we got Chuck Berry. That's a pretty good one, considering you're going up against Bach and Stravinsky. <laughs> Which is, they're great. Absolutely legendary musicians. Um, that being said... Not a lot of people in today give a shit. Well, we had Chuck Berry, we had the blues. That's that's quintessential Ooh. America. That's that's all America, baby. Um, however, yeah. well, the root, you know, obviously it was influenced, yeah. but uh, I think it's a fucking travesty that George Gershwin. I wasn't was actually on there. kind of expecting some George Gershwin on there. A fairly modern composer, actually, a modern composer, a modern day composer. Yeah. You know, I think in the way you look at, like, classical sure. music or whatever, you know, I think it would be considered modern day. And it's kind of weird because I think he was still – I don't – I don't as much as I love George Gershwin, I know nothing about him except that he's a fucking god among men. Right. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, that's the part I found a little bit – strange is like well i kind of uh yeah he died in 1937 oh okay um but yeah no that was a part i found weird too is like well there's american composers that you can include but also like there's so much bach like was there any beethoven i don't remember there was one beethoven yeah okay there was one beethoven one stravinsky um who else well, the, oh, the other Mozart. thing is like one well, Mozart, yeah, there was a Mozart. I think is yeah. bizarre. I mean, it, <laughs> as pivotal as Bach was, so was Mozart. <laughs> I, I don't know why we're talking about. Tune in book. next time to our classical musical podcast. Classic <laughs> <laughs> man, fuck uh, Bach. Okay, and I, I hinted at this earlier. Here's where I'm going to bash on England for a second. England oh. only had, I think, one, maybe two represented, um, and it was a uh, English. Uh, uh, folk artist singing the pan flute um dude again this was 1977 and the best thing england was like yeah we've got a guy with a pan flute uh, do it in your accent it's better <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh what are we gonna put on the album 
one. Jerry <laughs> plays the pan flute. Yeah. <laughs> and again, this was 1977. This is a travesty because by this time, pretty sure David Bowie had a song, had an album about traveling to outer space. They didn't think to do it. Oh, they, wait, they, yeah. they could have gone with the Stones. They could have gone with the Beatles. They could have gone with David Bowie, who had many songs about traveling in outer space. Just completely fuck all of them. We're going to go with this English pan flute guy. Yeah, they could have done the <laughs> Sex Pistols. They, they could have done that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> God save the queen on there. It's a travesty. <laughs> yeah. I Less flute. I think really Arno... <laughs> Pick some songs without the flute, all right? Please. You know? But, uh, yeah, no, I, I do hear you, and it, and it's weird. It's cool. It's weird. You know, it's just not fun to sit down and enjoy. And I, I will admit that I wish there would have been somebody like, man, we got to jazz this up, man. This is, you know, quickest way to end a party. Put that on. Put on that fucking thing. For sure. For sure. <laughs> the party just instantly crashed because, man, it's, it's, it's boring. It's boring. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I, I get what they were trying to do. Like, oh, we want to have these songs that represent humanity. Had I been around at the time, I would have been like, this does not represent me. <laughs> no, I will admit, that's, that's kind of a thing. I mean, I love that they include music from different people and different races of people. I think that totally helps. Mm. Not a lot of white Americans on there, which is cool. Yeah, completely. C- cool for 1970. For yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> yeah. they didn't roll out fucking, you know, uh, here's uh, here's Sinatra. We got eight yeah. Sinatra tracks. <laughs> exactly. We got a monologue from John Wayne. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, that's cool they didn't do that, but yeah. No, we got I'm, Elvis covering James Brown. <laughs> it's not the James Brown version. <laughs> Hubba. Hubba. Uh, uh, so anyway, that was about all the music. So did, you said you had a little bit more. So you did a little deep dive into whole, the whole like technology kind of aspect, right? I did. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it, but I'll try. So I yeah, I'll 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 run through some just quick sciency shit that blew my mind. So first off, there were instructions, and the instructions were fucking insane. Yeah. Now, looking at them, and you can look it up online and look at it. I actually recommend looking at it uh, without watching any other content. So to go ahead and pause, look up the instructions, come back, and then look at it after I explain them to you, I guess, <laughs> is what I'm going for. That's not going to fucking happen. But no, so <laughs> there is a map uh, for where we're at in the universe. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, there is basically instructions. So they use like a hydrogen atom and like a carbon atom, I think is kind of a symbol to show that the record needed to spin to play. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically I think they kind of didn't really fuck with the idea of, Hey, here's how you use a vinyl. They kind of basically said once, if you get the music, if you get the audio from it, here's what you do. And basically, it was like, if you take eight... So, okay. So, the part that... Here's what blew my mind. There are pictures included, but not pictures, because those degrade over time. Um, No matter what the picture is, after hundreds of years, it, mm-hmm. it will inevitably degrade, unless you like can per- perfectly preserve it. And I don't even know if you technically still can do that, because light 
and actually lack of light i think affect photos i'm not Mm. sure um they included the picture by using sound and if you're wondering if that's a thing you could do apparent fucking lee okay because so after all the music and everything, the the kind of like, hey, here's our greatest hits, top top <laughs> of the pops, aliens, check it out, uh, buy my mixtape. Um, <laughs> then there's just noise that is just unlistenable noise that is the images that they wanted to include. So they somehow found a way to press images into a vinyl record well here's what you do so not quite so and the instructions are on the little fucking plaque thing yeah which which is basically in binary yeah yeah actually that's a good (laughs) that's a good point yeah a lot of it is in zeros and ones um well not even a lot of it but yeah their binary isn't basically okay hold on i had a good note hold on let me find it let me find it so binary code Atoms, time, sound, color are all used to help decode that album. Which to me is pretty mind blowing. Like that's 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 a yeah. lot of shit. And a lot of ways to do this. But here's what happens. So you, let, so if you want to do this at home, you take the <laughs> record, and this is all instructions, you know, on that little placard. You take the record, you take eight seconds of that sound. Okay, you take that, then you do math over and over again <laughs> and plot and you plot it on a on a uh like it it almost is like a spectrographer kind of thing a spectrometer and that will create an image and it has a circle on the front as your reference point so if you do it right the one time you get a circle and then you know how to do it, and then you could decode everything else. <laughs> I just imagined aliens like getting this and looking at it, and they're like, "Oh, hey, look, we got like a photo album from Earth. They want to show us their vacation pictures." <laughs> and then there's guys, "Well, I'm not. What, what I gotta take fucking SATs? I ain't doing any of that, <laughs> dude. I I don't care about spring break Daytona. Yeah, just like <laughs> they're, they're just like clicking through. Like, is there no naked pictures? <laughs> there's no tits." <laughs> what the hell we're we might be aliens but you know we're extra to testicle that's bad i had nothing i had nothing sorry sorry about that one um dude i uh, they did this the there's a really good uh let me pull up the video real quick there's a really good youtube video that i would uh i would recommend just checking out to kind of get the best uh, stop oh verge it's the verge which typically i wouldn't recommend the verge for anything (laughs) um they they missed the mark but it was uh verge science has a youtube video called we decoded nasa's message to aliens by hand and they did in fact do that i pulled up youtube that was a recommended video for me. Oh, I'm shit. I'm seeing it right now. There you go. Like, yeah, no, that's... My, my algorithm's all fucked. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that that part is wild, incredibly interesting to me. 
Um, but I think it's super cool is like, and on the little, on the little plaque with the instructions, there's this little section and it's a waveform, like an audio file. And it shows you if you take, you know, every eight seconds, if you take that, that gives you a point on a graph to, to create the picture. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. like, that's fucking absolutely mind blowing. I didn't know we could do that. What is even real? Um, yeah. So, well, even like not to not to jump in, but I'm going to jump in. No, even yeah, like say. the idea and the timing of why this, why they did this when they did this, um, was based off of like scientific reasons because basically, um, the when they were getting ready to launch these Voyagers, um, they originally I wrote down they originally only intended to fly as far as Saturn. Then they realized they could remotely program the onboard computers so it yes. would so it could travel further. And then astronomers also observed that the planets were about to approach this optimal layout, yes. which would allow the spacecraft to utilize a gravitational assist, which only comes around once every 175 years. So basically, because they were like, oh, we're approaching this thing that won't happen again for 175 years, which will allow our spacecraft to travel further than we have ever been able to have something travel um, and probably won't get a chance to do for the next 175 years. So right. then they decided to put together this kind of compilation this mix and um they did other things to uh like they basically found ways to uh include less fuel um so instead of like the fuel and other instruments weighing it down they were like hey we now have more weight capacity to put these golden records on so yeah um yeah exactly and uh that's that uh i found incredibly interesting what's also interesting so we still technically right now have communication with those uh it wasn't a spaceship or satellite i never really understood that uh it's a it's the voyager um space a spacecraft i think it's not quite a spaceship not quite a satellite it's a fucking box (laughs) pretty much yeah sort of pun it out in the space um we still can communicate with it so we still receive information because what the voyagers were also able to do was take really fucking awesome pictures yeah of space too and send those back but i believe 2025 will be when we will not be able to communicate with them anymore Mm -hmm. um but apparently they are going to just keep going. They're just going to be floating in space, doing space shit. And then, <laughs> um, you know, theoretically, you know, the the aliens will cruise by and pick it up and be, you know, oh, hey, what's this? And then it's just fucking just... Yeah, exactly. Turn this shit off, dude. This sucks. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, I did hear something interesting in that Verge video, and I didn't really understand it, but apparently there is a tone that astrophysicists use to help decode certain elements of the universe. Huh. And I have that number of the tone. It is a hundred. It is one thousand four hundred and twenty megahertz. So apparently, huh. this is some kind of universal tone that exists. As because the the. So the thing is, is that there's no sound in space. 
for us because we because sound travels via oxygen molecules i believe so mm-hmm. i <laughs> i hate that i used to be this kid but i would be 13 years <laughs> old and they would be like well if a tree falls in the forest does it make a sound and my answer was well it depends if there's oxygen yes the sound is created but the only way sound technically exists is if it has a receiver for it to be picked up on being our ears so ah. if there's no oxygen in the air, there's no sound waves created, but do you consider sound the sound that is received or the sound waves? Because if you consider it sound waves, as long as they're oxygen, it will always make a sound. But that's kind of not really how sound works is because it has to be received and interpreted for it to be a sound. Otherwise, it's just waves. It's like the wind. Mm-hmm. It just is there, but it's not received. So, while there's no sound in space, there's a frequency that the universe, like, I think omits, and it's that 1420 megahertz, or whatever it is, that there's this mm. this constant frequency that everything is sort of operating on. Mm. And I was like, wow. That is fucking wild. That's crazy. I didn't understand. That is really cool. Yeah, I didn't understand it completely, so I don't know what that <laughs> means. I don't know if they're... <laughs> Like, astrophysicists just put on this fucking thing while they just, like, do cocaine and, like, <laughs> type in equations. Like, I got it, Billy. You know, I, I don't know what they do. But apparently it is relevant. And it, uh, it also is a part of the instructions. I don't know, man. It's so confusing. It's so hard to understand. I don't know what's going on. They're making pictures out of sound. It's insane. Why are they gold? Why do they make them gold? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I don't know. And all my research... No one said, and I think it was just because it was dope. (laughs) It is so dope. Yeah, we're going to make him gold, baby. (laughs) That's the one guy at NASA who shouldn't be there. He's a couple weeks away from retiring. Like, let's make him gold. (laughs) Let's put Chuck B on there. A little boogie woogie. Uh, okay, so let's uh, let's take a break from the science stuff, because I can tell you're getting overwhelmed. Um, Let's... uh, I, I want to talk about uh, the Carl Sagan and Druin thing. Oh, okay. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So, uh, one thing that is pretty cool about this record is um, Andruyan was Carl Sagan's girlfriend slash fiance. Um, that uh, f- uh, basically they had the idea to well, let's record like a human. Let's record a heartbeat, and some of the pictures will include are be like will be like a human brain. So they like hooked her up to like an EKG machine or whatever it's called where they could scan her brain and then they they hooked her all up and told her to think about these different thoughts at the time and they recorded her heartbeat which you can hear on the record which is really cool. It's uh kind of a cool thing that Carl Sagan did uh for his fiance and you you were about to say something? Yeah, sorry. I was I I want to hop in here. That yeah. that is also the way dark side starts is with oh. or gay triangle. Sorry, um, <laughs> get it right. <laughs> yeah, it starts with a heartbeat. Dark side kind of came out in seventy three. These came out in seventy seven. So Pink Floyd, you know, they ripped oh. off. Oh, so. they totally did rip off Pink Floyd. Because <laughs> earlier you were mentioning the heartbeat thing, and I'd be like, how fucking funny would it have been? Everybody does all this work, you know, millions of dollars, creates this mathematical alien code that aliens can interpret, and then it gets the heartbeat part, and then it's just dark side. Oh, yes. <laughs> so some dude at that, some intern is just like, 
Yeah, I put the entirety of Dark Side on there. I don't think anybody's <laughs> figured it out yet. It's like countdown. <laughs> Dude, that would be so great. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically the 1970s version of like Rick Rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... What if they put... Oh, my God. Oh, well, they're never going to give you up. Oh, that should have been on this record. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so yeah, I knew, yeah, so I knew about this a little bit, but yeah, please so continue. Th- there's a little bit more to the story, basically. Um, so yeah, they, um, oh, so the, the key part was this all happened. They recorded her like brain waves and heartbeat like a few days after her and Carl Sagan got engaged. So the whole time she was hooked up to this brain scanning machine, um, which is what I'm going to keep calling it because I don't know enough about yeah, EKG it. EKG is, <laughs> is correct. It's an uh, okay. electro Kinetic, probably. I don't know. No, I think it's electro cardiogram. <laughs> okay. Sure, sure. Sure. I'm going to type it in over here on my old trusted Google bot. But continue. So, yeah, they. Uh, so so she could it, it's kind of like the most amazing love story ever because her love for Carl Sagan is like <laughs> forever imprinted into this vinyl record right. that was sent out to space um and then i found out in one of the videos that at the time of this all went down Carl Sagan was married to somebody else uh <laughs> so <laughs> oh i missed that, that part Oh, I'm 99% sure that's what they said. Yeah, he was, oh. Andrew and was like a side chick and he was already married. But regardless, um, it's still kind of a cool love story. And then it just got me thinking that, you know, well, that that's super romantic of him. But I got my wife an air fryer for Christmas last year. So that's that's something too. Pretty similar. That's pretty cool. Yeah, little, little <laughs> does she know you also took the same model air fryer and uh, launched it into space. For um, sure, for so sure. that way. <laughs> They'll forever be connected. <laughs> Total sidebar. Um, I got an email last week that the air fryer I got it for Christmas last year. Um, there's a recall on it because they catch on fire. Uh, so I had to do all this. Uh, I We're getting a new one that they're going to replace for us. <laughs> but it was just kind of funny. They're like, oh, I got an air fryer that catches on, on fire. fire. Yeah. <laughs> Two things. One, I've always wanted some household product I get to get a recall where it catches on fire because I just want to catch it on fire, man. (laughs) It's like in the office where they do the printer test and it catches on fire. I don't know why. (laughs) Kind of just like a bucket list thing I want to do. Second thing, favorite part about recalls is, well, that one was going to catch on fire, but (laughs) here's another one made by the exact This one's totally fine. Yeah, this one's fine. (laughs) We worked it out. Just trust us. You it was them. a really weird. Um, they had me like I had to fill out this form and prove that like I destroyed the original air fryer and wasn't going to use it anymore. So they had me like write down the serial number You're on a piece of paper next to the air fryer, and I had to send them pictures of the air fryer with the cord cut. They were like, "Yeah, cut the power cord. Send us the picture that the you cut the power cord on it." <laughs> so I was like. This... I hear it is, but also I do have a soldering iron. So if you want to buy a secondhand air fryer <laughs> that, that may, may or may, may not, not catch, catch on fire. On fire. <laughs> I was just thinking, dude, this was totally a missed opportunity. You should have waited for me to come over. We cut the cord. It's a video. And then it's you and me office spacing the air fryer and just beating the shit out of it with baseball bats. 
We can still maybe do that. I haven't thrown it away yet. We maybe we should, <laughs> and then we could cut in like you know some old school hip hop beats and just dude, beat the hell sh- yeah, and then just make somebody's day. You know, oh, yeah. somebody's just gonna be like, "What the fuck? This is three minutes." <laughs> right. Um, okay, sorry, sorry. I had to take a little air fryer break. <laughs> no, that that's actually really funny. Um, I did want to update everybody. An EKG is an electrocardiogram. Which does not measure your brain. It measures your heart. I knew that, that as soon sense. as I said cardio. <laughs> um, and I was like, well, I'm a, we're an idiot. Uh, the MRI measures your brain. Gotcha. Okay. Wait, fuck. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It's a CAT scan does. God, my wife watches so much Grey's Anatomy. You think I would have figured this out? We should know. Now, what I thought was most interesting about the Carl Sagan thing is that there was three astrophysicists, him, uh, the chick. Now, the the, the the woman, what's her name? Anna? Andrew Yan. Andrew Yan. That's the worst fucking name. Uh, Andrew, <laughs> is your name Andrew or is it Ann? Just make up your mind. Anyways. Her last name Her last name is D-R-U-Y-A-N. So, Andrew Yan. Andrew Yan. I- I might be pronouncing that wrong, but... <laughs> well, uh, they were married for the rest of their... Like, they were together for the rest of their lives. So okay. there is that. After so, he divorced that other chick. Yeah, if she was the other woman, it's kind of a June and <laughs> June and Johnny kind of situation. So it is what it is. Um, the third guy, because there was three astrophysicists involved, it was them two and then a third guy. The third guy was going through a divorce during all this. Ah, and I found that interesting because <laughs> I've been a third wheel before, but goddamn! It's like, oh, Carl's got my my heart beats in space. Oh, you imagine her at a dinner party? Right. My heart beats in space, and my love for him on my brain waves—they're all there. And it's just like guy in the corner, just like a fucking. <laughs> right. Fucking sucks. I wish I never agreed to do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh just wait you're gonna hate each other you're gonna get in fights over the stupidest shit yeah oh, I, I deleted it <laughs> it didn't make it it was me it was my heartbeat <laughs> i tricked everyone plus the whole second half is dark side so i don't know <laughs> what happened there we really shit in the bed um one thing that they did not include at all was explosions. Right, yeah. They were worried about the hostility of an explosion, which, duh. <laughs> was there somebody who wanted explosions? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know that A-bomb we dropped? Let's, get, let's record that and put that on there. This will work. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, no, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um Oh, there was one last science corner thing I had to do. Okay. <laughs> Eli's science corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boop, 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 boing. <laughs> um, so a lot of the stuff with sound and producing an image from it and a lot of that. So apparently, I thought you would dig this. They kind of brushed over this, so I don't know what it means once again. Um, but a lot of the way that they were able to create images from sound and just the overall ability to kind of use sound and math 
to decode messages. Basically, just there was a part where somebody was like, because of the cathode ray tubes that were used to be used for televisions, they were like, that technology is basically how we did all of this. Because someone, a very, very smart like person in NASA who was a part of this project said, I don't know how cathode ray tubes work. <laughs> Most people don't. And one day someone will die and they will be the last person who understands how they work and will never know. Right. And they said yeah. that technology is what really helped make a lot of this possible, which is yeah. fucking crazy because I'm like, that is the fuck is that how what is the and that's primitive technology yeah and we barely understand <laughs> i was just like dude and and then i was talking to charlotte about this this is what makes me mad when people are like well you know scientists and i'm like yeah dude like <laughs> fucking dude watch any element of this and just realize how fucking truly dumb you are Oh, absolutely, yeah. I have never felt so <laughs> dumb and so insignificant. This is and what so I so ignorant and so American. Yeah, th this is what I told my wife. I said, "Honey, I'm having an existential crisis, and I got to talk to you about it." Here's the deal: NASA went. We want to shoot these records out in space so we can attempt, in some realistic way, a betraying humanity to us to a extraterrestrial being that has no context for us okay you want to know how long that was 90 minutes they had to work to figure out how to even make it 90 minutes long okay so i said so we did didn't they set the record to like 16 and a half like rpms instead of like the typical 33 yeah i do think there was something with the revolution thing that needed to be changed um Ooh. but i don't remember that part really well yeah um but anyway but they so they blast these into space, okay? And they're just going to be there forever. They're they're not going to disappear. You know, they're in fucking space. And I said, so you and me are going to continue to live our lives, and then one day we're going to die. And there's two options in regards to that. There may or may not be an afterlife where we do somehow continue to exist with some sort of soul or memory or understanding of personality, <laughs> or it's a void of nothingness. So then we're dead, uh -huh. and then eternity then commences. So the rest of any civilization on this planet continues to play out for what is eternity, whatever that may look like and mean, and then these fucking records that are only <laughs> 90 minutes long, of which you and me had no input into, just continue <laughs> to float out into space, and then let's say, uh, I don't know, the sun, inevitably, because it will, will continue to expand and destroy the Earth eventually. Sure, sure. So at, one, at a certain point, the map will be useless. There will be no fucking Earth to get to. And there's Chuck Berry <laughs> out in fucking space, <laughs> boogie-woogieing, while you and me are just, just literally don't exist. And I went, well, time for me to go to bed. <laughs> Yeah, I had a similar uh, yeah experience as well. Yeah, I it, it's crazy, man. It's, it's and why so much Bach? <laughs> yeah, we're just mad about the tunes. Right. <laughs> Come on, man! You ain't got no Ram Jam. <laughs> you couldn't put one goddamn Pink Floyd song on this. Seriously. <laughs> 
Uh, but anyway, yeah. So that I mean, pretty much the only thing I wanted to like talk about uh, this. I th this was kind of cool. One of the videos I said this, so I wrote it down. I pretty much stole it straight from them. But basically, it kind of came back to that conversation that like like me and Erica were having. Like, oh, do you really think they're like aliens are gonna listen to this? Like, no. But basically in hopes that one day an extraterrestrial might find it um it was it's kind of like a universal equivalent of throwing a message in a bottle out to sea yeah like yeah. no one's really gonna find this but this is for me and i'm gonna and we're gonna do it for us and like it's just and and it's literally it's it's larger it's on a larger scale than throwing a message in a bottle out to sea because the sea is on earth they're throwing it out to the universe it's it, it's so it's so crazy man when you think about it it's it's so big that's why i love space like it never ends so what do you <laughs> think you would be more what do you think you would be more happy for you that tomorrow we get up to go to work or whatever and then on the radio they're like Psst. Uh, President Biden has made contact with aliens. Officially, aliens are real. This is who they are. They heard our mixtape. They were really into it. They stopped by to say hi. Uh, we don't have the heart to tell them Chuck Berry's dead. Um, or Bach. Uh, they're really into Bach. We feel real bad about that one. We maybe should have put less Bach on that. Um, and, and then there's just an alien shaking hands with Biden. And would that yeah. make you more excited like, would you would you enjoy that? Because that would kind of terrify me. But the second one is that as much as we want to believe and as much as all the, you know, really astrophysicist type people tell us that there are probably aliens, what if we are the only life form that exists in the entirety of the universe? Yeah, Which one's worse um, for you? I think, I, I think it would be worse that if we if it if, if we found out that we are the only life forms on our, on our planet i think, I think I there's agree. something i think there's something cool and and hopeful about the possibility of it being out there and i think that's part of me like part of me doesn't want to find out because it's more fun if we don't know and i think i just explained religion <laughs> yeah. anyways <laughs> First Corinthians, it's a Bible study. Um, but no, I, I think I agree because I thought about this and it was kind of keeping me up at night because I couldn't tell because while I would be just fascinated by, you know, us actually making contact with an alien race, how fucking terrifying is that? Because then, then we all have to really admit that we're not the only ones. If you thought you weren't important before, you're sure shit not now, because they have, theoretically, they would have civilizations and eons and cultures and practices and just, uh, there's an alternate version of me me and you, like in the little green band, and we're like, right. Chuck Berry's <laughs> awesome, and you know, like shit like that. And that's and and that's crazy. And then you have to admit, you have to really admit a lot of things about space and time and the whole thing. But then if we actually one day found out or knew, whether it be through God or what have you, that there is no one else, that does kind of feel more depressing. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting thought. That it, it at least was interesting to me because I at first I kind of flip-flopped. I didn't know which one would mean, you know, which more which one I would be more happier with. 
Yeah, totally, man. Um, yeah, I get that. Um, <laughs> I, I wish I had something to just drive home the point, but I'm too, my mind is too blown. Yeah. Yeah. That was also <laughs> kind of a, uh, yeah, that was also kind of a deep question in all fairness, <laughs> kind of a weird way to end it, but yeah, no, um, I think this was an awesome idea. I think this was like a really cool thing. And I, and I think you should, yeah, check, check out any YouTube video you can about it. Well, be careful. Cause I'm sure there's one <laughs> where it's like, ah, oh, they're telling the aliens and it's like, ah, <laughs> you know, if you play it backwards, whoa, wait, <laughs> what happens if you play it backwards? Oh, we have not done that yet. Oh, fuck. We're about to. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I thought this was a super cool idea. Definitely an interesting thing to look into. And I, and I really do promise, like, I'm, I'm making a lot of jokes, but man, I'm, I'm serious. The, the science and the math involved in this just reminds me why I read a lot of books you know yeah it, and it's so crazy to think about one of the videos i was watching it was they were interviewing like an astrophysicist and basically he said what they were able to accomplish at the time on machines that were on computers that were as big as a room right um which had basically the technology and he said it this way and i loved it he said which had the technology of that device in your pocket and i'm not talking about your phone i'm talking about your key fob <laughs> Like, <laughs> oh, I thought he was talking about my dick. No. Straight up, I thought you just you wrote a joke and that was weird. No, that would be a weird joke. I'm talking about your phone. I'm talking about your. I'm talking about your cell phone. <laughs> no, he was like basically the the Wait, your key really? for your car. Yeah, like that's how much technology they had back then. Uh, you know, that's that's more magical than these computers they were using. And I would totally agree because I really think that that's what blew me away is these guys, while they did have computers and, and technology, still fucking had somebody had to crunch these fucking numbers. And that's crazy. It just it just really reminded me of like why 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 I like music, man, because I'm a dummy. <laughs> I'm fucking so dumb. And these people are so smart. So, you know, if, if a scientist tells you to do something, I think you should maybe at least give them a chance. All right. <laughs> sure. I promise yeah. they're smarter <laughs> than you. Okay. That That's really just what hit home. And then I just, I've never felt so insignificant thinking about humanity and these records being in there. And one day I'm fucking worm food, dude. And I'm not even going to remember. <laughs> I, I'm not going to exist to have any conversation with myself. Like, Oh, I wonder if the records are still out there. And then it's, and it's not even like it's eight hours of humanity. It's, it's like 90 fucking minutes, man. Mm -hmm. And that might be one day, the only thing that exists of the human race. Yeah. And there is three goddamn box songs and <laughs> potentially one too many Chuck Berry songs. Way too many pan flutes. Tell you <laughs> that. Just, yeah, easily, unequivocally, too much flutage. Yeah. So we kind of hinted at this, but I kind of wanted to ask you, like, if we were to put together our own playlist and maybe modernize this a little bit and, like, do it, do, how to, if we had a chance to do it again, what artists or songs would you, Eli, want to put on this record? Number one, it would be me. It would be me saying hello in 54 languages. First, you have to learn 54 languages. Nope. Me just giving it my best shot. <laughs> just... 
<laughs> just got a sight reading. <laughs> 54 languages of how to say hello. So, but it works. Um, Hola. Koni Chaiwa. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even close. <laughs> uh, they're like, hey, Frank. You better turn this goddamn ship around, all right? This might be the dumbest thing I've ever listened to. We are not going there, dude. Yeah, we're the Florida of the universe. Just For sure. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, I honestly think I would keep a majority of it. Because while I'm not really going to vibe to New Guinean pan flute, I do think it's important. <laughs> but if I if I could modernize it, it I what I... <laughs> I, I would like it for it to be like a double LP with like all the kind of sentimental, you know, hey, what's up? We're Earth. We're pretty cool. <laughs> Except don't read any of our books. Don't fucking <laughs> take it to face value. We're cool. We don't, we didn't have slaves. Don't know. Um, have that be one side. Second side, yeah, throw in some fucking tunes, man. You got to put Floyd on there. I, Floyd, yep, that's a good one. If I could um, send up basically, I would basically just do Dark Side with a little bag of weed, and then I would make a little <laughs> template of how to fucking smoke weed. <laughs> and just play him Dark Side and just be like, hey, man, come party. <laughs> just instructions on how to mash up like Wizard of Oz. And Dark Side. Oh, yeah. It's Dark Side of the Moon with the Wizard of Oz. It just. <laughs> And they open up a little a little chest, and it's just a, a bag of weed and a fucking bong. And I'll I'll put see you later, like see you soon. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a party. Uh, no, I w- I would want to put some Floyd. I would do more Bond and Compose. I would love to have somebody like Gershwin. I would. I would Gershwin would be great. Yeah, yeah, classic music, jazz together. It's a perfect way to kind of like do that. And I would maybe, you know, honestly, I was kind of shitting on Sinatra. I don't know if I would do Sinatra, but I would do something from that era. From that era, I would do yeah. a crooner. I would do some kind of, you know, I, I actually New York. You know, uh, I don't know what that song is actually called, but you know, you know, New York. <laughs> whatever i don't know i throw that shit on there you know i'd i'd want it i'd want them to because that's a, that's my issue is right is they're kind of getting a shaps a snapshot of humanity like fucking not relevant because they're going to show up everybody would have bell bottoms and fucking afros and <laughs> yeah very true very we would have been a little upset about vietnam <laughs> you know they would have just had no reference for what was happening yeah exactly what about you? Uh, what, what do you think is a must-have? I think I uh, so first off, um, again coming this coming at this from like an American mind frame, um, I feel like country was a pretty big part of our like our history, but not like what are you gonna put, Black dude? Betty. What are we gonna do? Put John Denver on this? Uh, I was thinking like maybe Cash or something. Uh, like a Cash song would be cool. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, put some Merle Haggard. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sure, sure, sure. All right, I get behind that. <laughs> I would definitely do David Bowie, like for sure. That's obvious, number one. Well, I, <laughs> we got to ease him in a bit. I will admit the thing about the record is it doesn't it doesn't like go too extreme. That's true. So I, I would even be a little bit worried about putting Floyd on there because 
when we hear on the run, it just sounds like beeps and boops to them. It could be very relevant. Yeah. yeah, It could be their language. That's how they speak. (laughs) They speak in our, they speak in arpeggios. Uh, and then the last thing I'd put on there, absolutely Beach Boys. Like that is uh, as American as it gets. Yeah, just okay. Here's a here's a different. I'm gonna I'm gonna take what you said. I'm gonna spin it a little bit. It, okay. Three albums you got to send to Aliens to check out and just kind of catch a vibe. I'm gonna send Dark Side. <laughs> I'm gonna send Pet Sounds, and uh, I'm just gonna blow their fucking brains. I'm I'm gonna send I'm sending Nevermind as the third album. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Just a just a solid bag of weed yeah. that we preserve with space <laughs> magic and a bong. Like, hang out. And you know, that that would be my way to introduce uh aliens to Earth. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, you want me to go? Sure. But I kinda stole I kinda stole the Beach Boys from you, so I'm sorry about that. You totally did. No, I wouldn't have gone with pet sounds. I think I would have gone with one of their more like Beach Boys esque, like fun sunny california music um all right i think we have (laughs) different opinions on the beach boys (laughs) no i love the beach boys i just don't think pet sounds is like reminiscent of of the beach boys Uh, well yeah i guess okay (laughs) i i just don't think it promotes the fun vibe that i would want the aliens to hear doesn't pet sounds have <laughs> i good would be vibrations? Do like surfing i would be doing like surfing usa um oh. <laughs> uh, let me see I, it's your list i'm i'm pet sounds has wouldn't it be nice um that's the happiest... John B. god only knows no j- j- don't get me wrong pet sounds hands down my favorite beach boys album but I don't All think right. it's the one that most. <laughs> I I don't know how to say you it. Don't, you, don't, you don't think an alien would fuck with pet sounds? <laughs> I think that I think that, I don't. I just don't think it would like it. Like <laughs> that wasn't on the plaque. Hey man, I'm just saying I'm the DJ here. I don't yeah. think aliens would vibe with pet sounds. <laughs> okay, no, you're totally right. Like <laughs> if I were, you know, if I were putting on a party for aliens, pet sounds would be bottom of the list. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. <laughs> but interesting, would you want to include Beach Boys at all? Um, Yeah, okay. I think so. You're, just, you're going a little yeah. bit older. You're picking more of the classic Beach Boy vibe. I'm do- yeah, going older classic Beach Boys. Okay. Yeah. Pretty funny <laughs> that we haven't talked about Beach uh, the Beach Boys until this literal moment. And we're that both like, we true. should include it. But I was like, honestly, <laughs> when I think about it, I think Pet Sounds would fucking be awesome. Maybe they are have some hi-fi stereo shit that would just blow their brains. Like, oh, those completely, those yeah. idiots <laughs> made this. I don't know. And then I think I would do Fleetwood Mac rumors. Mm, that is a good one. And then lastly, I would switch things up completely. Paul's boutique. <laughs> Cause there's no rap on, on any of these so far. We haven't gotten into rap yet. The fuck is Paul's Boutique? The Beastie Boys album. Oh. Which one was that? That was the one with... All right, I gotta look it up so I don't sound stupid. Um... No, I'm looking at the the songs, and I think I would actually go with... Um... 
What's the one with the airplane? Oh, licensed the ill. <laughs> licensed ill. Yeah, I changed my answer. Licensed. Okay. Ill. I was like, maybe that's like one of their ones in like the late '90s that wasn't very good and nobody talks about, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, there's not a lot of hits on there. Now that I think about it, it could be good. Why do people love that album so much? I'll listen to it. Uh, yeah, maybe we're wrong. I'm sure. I'm yeah, sure we we're probably. Are. Yeah, we're the ones probably <laughs> missing something. It's a very well revered album, which is why I thought of it first. But <laughs> I, I like your plan. I like your plan. Like old school Beach Boys album. Um, what was the other one you said? Oh, rumors. Fleetwood Mac rumors. Yeah, rumors. Just because, like, they they gotta love it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Everyone likes Fleetwood know. Mac. It's and also it shows <laughs> like we all want to fuck each other and do cocaine. Yep, for sure. Uh, yeah. You know, and uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I like switching it up and just being like, here's something more modern. Here's something a little bit more in your face. A bunch of aliens partying to fight for your right is the funniest <laughs> thing I've I've thought about in a minute. That would be so great. Right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> my xenomorph smokes two packs a day. <laughs> They're covering it and shit. <laughs> making it alien. <laughs> that's, God. that's so funny dude all right sorry that one was for me yeah. <laughs> that's super funny to me dude i love it instead of like they they like try to recreate the music video so instead of like pouring spanish fly it's like <laughs> glore bark fly <laughs> it's just, just not... sorry i don't know why that's super funny to me i that is making me giggle. That's super funny to me <laughs> to think about like an alien version of Beastie Boys is super funny. <laughs> Man, I would love that. I would love really it. love that. All right. Well, we, we kind of got stupid at the end. We, I think we held it together pretty well. <laughs> then we really went off we the tried. rails. Yeah, we tried. I mean, this one, we put like the most amount of research that we've ever done into an episode and then followed by just like, wouldn't it be awesome if Beastie Boys, like if aliens fucked with Beastie Boys? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, you're totally right. That's where we landed. Oh, man. If that is not indicative of not only our friendship, but the the entire fucking podcast, like that is, that is it. That is definitely it. Um, all right, Mitch. Well, let's uh, let's uh, wrap this one up here. Uh, here lately, besides nature sounds and apparently some old ass girl's uh, heartbeat, what have you been cranking? <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, man, I haven't really been listening to too much music this week outside of this music and David Bowie. So I guess I'll just talk about David Bowie. Could just uh, go back and listen to David Bowie. Sure, sure. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Uh, that's fair. I mean, it's a lot to digest. You had to listen to Bowie. You had to listen to this fucking thing. <laughs> right. Uh, keep you pretty busy. So I've been listening to uh, my watch. Well, okay. Real quick. We don't have to go into detail. We're running a little bit long, uh, but we don't have to go into detail. Is there a, I mean, is there a Bowie album you really like? I know for like me, I actually really like his last album, like surprisingly well. I think it's kind yeah. of a masterpiece, but yeah, I mean, is there a Bowie album you're really into? Um, I mean, Ziggy Stardust is probably the first one I heard that was like, holy shit, what is this? This is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Besides that, I actually do like Hunky Dory as well. It's more of his kind of like attempt at blues. 
Um, you know, I'm a big blues guy, so if you want to hear David Bowie do blues, uh, listen to Hunky Dory. Okay, dig it, dig it. Yeah, I do think that every music nerd's life is like before Ziggy Stardust and after Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> um, I really think so. I, I just, yeah, I think that is an important one. Yeah, completely. Um, okay, well, I'll do mine pretty quickly here. So I have been cranking this guy uh, by the name of um, CJ Igusa. Okay. <laughs> I had to look up how to pronounce it. Um, I actually have no... I was, I was just getting ready to say, like, he's a Japanese guitarist. I actually have no idea. <laughs> okay. So to be more correct, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, uh, CJ Igusa, I, I also am probably brochuring his name. I actually, it was really hard to figure out how to properly say it. But uh, yeah, no, this guy's awesome. He uh, does a lot on YouTube. He has these really short, condensed videos. Um, so he'll be like, um, you have to audition for a band in 10 seconds or uh, there was one I watched the other day that was wild. He was like, I took this super rare guitar from the 1920s and put pickups in it and uh, stuff like that. And he, But this guy fucking treads. He, he's a virtuoso. Like, that's what it is. And it's all of the music that he made. I've been listening to his little EP he did. He did an EP called Short Stories. Um, that's really good. The first song on it is Horizon. I was going to say you could okay. absolutely throw that on the playlist. I think that's good. Really, that whole thing is good. Um, I, You know what? I'll, I'll challenge you. Check this guy out. I'll send you a link to the album. You listen to it. You put on the song that you think would be cool. Okay. We'll do something yeah, a little bit different. I'll let you go through sure. and pick. Because I do think you should listen to this guy because I don't usually love instrumental music, which is weird because I, you know, I love Floyd and also I – kind of hate to say it but i kind of fucking love the allman brothers uh oh i love the allman yeah, brothers get, i we talked about we talked about like that on a little bit last week on and then i see on spotify this week you and i have both been kind of cranking some southern rock the past week or two i see you yeah so i kind of <laughs> wanted to do a thing because like you'll get into these really specific genres and for a minute i thought mine was going to be so i was like oh i'm going to be the southern rock dude <clears throat> You know, and then I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be the Southern Rock dude. Yeah. So I flipped over it. I've actually I've been listening to just a lot of like Asian centric music. I've been listening to a lot of it's complete 180 degrees. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't even think about that. That's fucking hilarious. What could what could be the most different? <laughs> right. <laughs> um but yeah, I've been I've been getting down on some uh, like Japanese jazz from the seventies, which is fucking amazing, by the way. Um, <laughs> but it might be my favorite type of jazz. Um, and then yeah, like like people like CJ here or CJ or however you say it, uh, just just super good musicians. Um, th- this guy's a virtuoso. It is just really badass guitar playing. But what I like about him is that while his music feels like it has classical arrangements and stuff like that, he still, every now and then, will break it the fuck down. Like, he'll just go mm-hmm. into these crazy licks. It sounds good. It sounds interesting. I think the chords and the keys that he plays in aren't boring. I think it keeps you engaged. And I think that's a hard thing to do. You could play an instrument perfectly, but it doesn't sound human. So where do you go from there? 
And I think the where he goes from there is just creating these really big, awesome, epic pieces. But at the end of the day, you have to kind of remind yourself it's just him sitting in a room playing a guitar. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And then yeah. it, it, it's a cool way to frame music through. So I, I've yeah, I've been really into him. Um, I'll, I'll send you the album on Spotify and then I feel like I would be into that too, because we've talked about this before where like certain bands that I can't seem to get into, like the, the example I always use is Van Halen because like, I know he shreds so much and what he's doing is amazing that it goes right over my head. It's so, right. I can't even comprehend what his fingers are doing that I'm just like, I don't give a shit about this. So I think to someone that can do that to that extent, but also make it like digestible is a really hard thing to do. Yeah. And I think in that regard, you have to find your, your guy, you got to find your guy. Cause for a long time, I felt the exact same way about Eddie Van Halen. I I used to just hate shredding in general. I found it boring. (laughs) You know, I, I, I grew up as a kid listening to Pink Floyd. I was like, David Gilmore, you don't really have to shred to, to be a good guitar player. And and that is true, um, but over time, like I finally have started to find when you really because I I one of the biggest change for me was Randy Rhodes when I really watched yeah. him play a guitar. I was like, "Yep, I'm fucking useless. Yeah. No reason for me to contribute to this sphere because the way he plays guitar is just I I mean it's mind boggling. Like it's just yeah. it's crazy. And then when you and then you could dig in and digest it. I don't know. It's cool. Yeah, I, I really like that guy. I've, I've been trying to expand my taste. And I think that's what happened is I realized Southern Rock wasn't going to expand my taste. <laughs> Let me listen to these cats over, you know, to the to the west, to the east. Mm-hmm. I always had trouble with that. <laughs> it's east and west. Depends on just it just depends on how long you want to yeah, go. Yeah, we are a globe. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, you know. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, what is this liberal podcast all of a sudden? Jesus. <laughs> We've been friends for like 10 years, and all of a sudden you're just a flat earther. How have we not talked about this? How did this not come up? <laughs> oh. <laughs> God. Damn it. That is funny. Um, but yeah, man, like just, I don't know. Um, Oh, I, okay. I swear to God, we're going to wrap. I can tell you this last thing. We're done. That that okay. show, Odd Taxi, that I showed you, I don't know if you remember. It had that really cool theme song that I showed you where it was like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of funky. That was, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. hip-hop-y. So I looked up the DJ that wrote that. He's fucking sick, dude. Like, he's really cool. Also, there's something about, like, Japanese hip-hop that goes, like, way too hard because they all sound crazy angry. Huh. It's it's I uh, dude I don't know what it is about Japan or or the East and just music that comes from there when it's modern like I've heard fucking Japanese metal that is some of the craziest shit I've ever heard like it, it's it's crazy so I've been really into that lately so I've just been if they uh, I'll be careful here but have a name that seems to come from a certain part of that area I take a dip in because I want to know because it's just a lot of it is fucking incredible. Sure, yeah. Uh, so Interesting. right on, man. That's awesome. So uh yeah, okay, that's it, bitch. We're gonna go, we're gonna beam out of here. I think we should uh yeah, I think we should uh beam get beamed up or Yeah, we beam Scotty up, you, right? You, God damn it. Well like... wait. No. <laughs> Do we beam Scotty beams us or does 
Do we beam Scotty? He beams us up. He he beams us up. Yeah, you. That's yeah. <laughs> Which one's Star Trek? <laughs> that's good. Oh, oh. I can't do this. Anymore. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>